The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. דף ל"ד. תראי, דף הזמין סטרין, לעילון נשמת מור זקניר ביוסף בן סרברי ואברהם בן אסתר. רוח השם תניחם בגן עדן אמן. תראה, סטאפ אסבין סטאד לפואה שלמה משה בן דינה ושרה רוחמה בת רחל ושרה בת רחל אין נרפן להם. פואת הנפש ופואת הגוף ראתם כנבא לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן. Uh, some sort of goat uh, that the Hachamim are not certain exactly how to identify it. Is it a status of a behemah? Behemah is a, uh, an animal. Or does it have a status of a hayah? Or is it maybe a separate status? Maybe it's a third status. It's not a behemah and it's not a hayah. Now, Uh, what's the nafkamina? Uh, what's the difference if it's a behemah or it's a hayah? Who cares how you classify it? Well, there'll be tremendous nafkaminot. Because regarding helev, the fact of an animal, the helev of a behemah is asur. Whereas the helev of a hayah is mutar. So you have to know if it's a behemah or it's a hayah. Another law is, when you slaughter a behemah, there is no mitzvah of kisui hadam. of covering the blood. However, when you slaughter a hayah, there is a mitzvah of kisui adam, of covering the blood. So therefore, it is important to know what the koi is. But again, as I said, um, there is a sefik. And therefore, we discuss a case over here, again, where a person, or people, much like the last Mishnah, we're going to see it's actually about six people, that accepted upon themselves nizirut, depending on the status of this animal called the koi. So the Gemara Mishnah begins, Ra'ah et koi ve'amar. Right? A guy saw a koi, this animal, so he said, Hareni nazir shezeh hayah. Right? He accepted upon himself in his root, if this animal is a hayah. And the next guy said, Hareni nazir shezeh eno hayah. I'll be a Nazir if it's not a Hayah. Okay, that's guy number two. Guy number three says, I'll be a Nazir if it's a Behemah. Hold I'll be a Nazir if it indeed this is a Behemah. And the guy number four says, I'll be a Nazir if it's a Behemah. Guy number five comes along and says, I'll be a Nazir if it's a Hayah and a Behemah. Which means it's a hybrid. It's a Hayah and a Behemah. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a combination of 
both animals. And guy number six comes along and says, That I'll be a Nazir if it's neither. Not a Chaya, not a Behemah, meaning it is a species unto its own. And then you have um, another fellow. You have guy number seven. Actually, there's more people in this Mishnah. Behold, I'll be a Nazir if one of the previous six are a Nazir. Then you have guy number uh, eight comes over. If one of you are not, which is he's saying the converse of uh, seven. And then you have guy number nine. Nazirin. That behold, that I'll be a Nazir if all of you are going to be a Nazir. Well, he's assuming this guy that all of them are accepted upon themselves a Nazirut regardless. Therefore, he says, if all of you are Nazirin, I'll be a Nazir as well. Mishnah's ruling is, Behold, they are all Nizirin. Again, our Mishnah is following the opinion of Bet Shammai, like we learned again with the guy, with the guy with the, with the six with the six people in the previous Mishnah, that even though they were conditional, and even though it was based on a premise, and could be they're mistaken, but even a Higdesh Betaut is considered a Higdesh, and therefore even a Nizirut Betaut is also considered a Nizirut. Okay, so that sounds like that this Mishnah is going like Bet Shammai. The Mishnah would be difficult to say, if we're learning it correctly, that it's like Bet Shabbai, because why would uh, Rabbeinu HaKadosh write a Stam Mishnah according to Bet Shammai, unless we want to say that the Mishnah is following the Shita of Rabbi Shimon. That really, I can tell you, it's got nothing to do with Hegdesh Petahot. Really, Hegdesh Petahot is not the Hegdesh. But the point of the Mishnah is that we have a rule that uh, if a person is Safik Nazirut, right? We don't know if he's a Nazir or not, so he has to be stringent to accept upon himself a Nazirut. And therefore, according to the, according to the Bishimon, like we just learned in the previous Mishnah, that Safik Nazirut have to be Mahmir, we can understand it a little. The first six guys, they're Safik. We don't know if it's a Behemah, it's a Hayah, uh, uh, or, 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 uh, or both. And therefore, we understand why the first six people, uh, we have an issue uh, why, they, uh, why, why they're going to be Nazirut, because it's a Safik, and the Bishimon is Mahmir, they have to put a Nazirut in Safik. Now, even guy number seven, who says one of them is a Nazir, he's also a, uh, he's definitely a Nazir, he's not a Safik. Guy number seven, because he said, if one of the previous six is a Nazir, well, for sure one of the previous six is a Nazir. The, the koi is either a behemoth, it's a hayat, it's both, it's neither. So therefore, guy number seven will be a vadai. Guy number eight also will be a, a vadai, because he's the converse of uh, seven. And uh, nine, he said that all of them are correct, that is because um, nine is correct as well. Because according to the Bishimon, would we say that when a person accepts a part of himself a Safik Nazirut, he has to treat himself in Nazirut? So when guy number nine said, "I'll be in Nazir if all of you are Nazirin," well, yeah, from a practical standpoint, all nine of them are Nazirin. 
Because they all have to treat themselves benizirut. So therefore number nine also is going to be a a nazir uh, as well. So therefore the first six people are nazir misafik, where the bishamon holds nazirut misafik, you have to be mahmir. And then guy number seven, eight and nine will be nizirut from a vadai standpoint. But the point is the Mishnah could be not only Bet Shammai that says when you accept upon yourself an erroneous nizirut, it is a nizirut. But we could say it's going like Rabbi Shimon that says nazir misafek is also considered a uh, nizirut. And therefore, like I said, all six guys, the first six are considered nizirut misafek. Uh, because they accepted upon themselves uh, Nazir, if it is a behemoth, if it's a hayat, so on and so forth, so forth so that's a sefik. Guy number seven said, if one of you are a Nazir, well, for sure, one of them is a Nazir, so that's a, he's a Nazir Vadai. Guy number eight said, if one of you is not a Nazir, well, one of them is definitely not a Nazir, so that's also a Nazir Vadai. And guy number nine, as I explained, saying, if all of you are Nazirim, and yeah, all of them are Nazirim, according to the Bishogas, they have to treat themselves, bin Zirut. Now the Gemara begins. We have one bright that says nizirim, which means we have a bright that comes along and says we have nine people that can be in nazir. Well, that's actually the same case of al mishnah. We have nine people that accept upon themselves nizirut. Well, which means like the case of the koi, the first six guys, then you have the seventh guy, the eighth guy, the ninth guy. So that bright that can be explained according to our mishnah. However, we have another brighter, Betanya Idach Tesha Nizirut. That there could be a case, the same case of a uh, koi, and you have a fellow, one man, that accepts upon himself nine Nizirut. Now, again, I can understand the case of the nine people. That's the case of Amishnah. But how do you understand a case where one man can accept upon himself nine different nizirut with all these sefekot of the coin. So the Gebara explains how this is able to be. The Gebara says, again, Tarihada, we have one bright that it says, Tish'ah Nizirin, where there's actually nine different nizirin, as we explained in the Mishnah. Vitanya Idak, we have another bright that it says Tesha Nizirut, that the one fellow has nine Nizirut on himself. And how could a person have nine Nizirut on himself? According to the case that we want to say it's nine Nizirin, Kegon Dave Gabre Tafe. There was many people, the Itfis Vazil Be, where they kept on accepting upon themselves Nizirut. Like we said in the Mishnah. However, Ela Nizirut Gavra Mashka'ata. But how do you have a case of one person accepting upon himself nine Nizirut? Which means I understand how he can accept upon himself the first six cases. He could say, if the koi is a behemah, if the koi is not a behemah, if the koi is a haya, if the koi is not a haya, if the koi is both. If the koi is neither. So I can understand how we can make six declarations. Six declarations, I have no problem figuring out on one guy. But how do you have the last three declarations? Because the last three declarations, the Gabbana says, The first six, I understand, the guy can accept upon himself uh, the, 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 the first declaration, like we said. However, But the last three declarations, 
those declarations were addressed to other people. Which means those were three other people that came along and said, if all of them are Nizirim, if all of them are not, if one of them is, which means the last three was, was people talking to the first six. So how could one person have all the nine cases on him? Again, the one person I understand that can accept upon himself all the Sifikot of the Mishnah, the first six cases of Nizirut. It is the Koi is a Behemah, if the Koi is not a Behemah, if the Koi is a Hayah, if the Koi is not a Hayah, if the Koi is both, if the Koi is neither. So I have no problem on, 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 on six of the cases you, you can make up. However, the issue is, how do you have the last three cases that the guy can accept upon himself that he's going to have to treat himself with nine cases of Nizirut? So the Gemara says, about Tlat, Hechi Mashkachat, how do you have the last three cases? So, Amad of Sheshat, Kegon de Amad, the case is talking about where he said, Hadeni Nazir Unziru Takol Alai. Which literally means he said that I am a Nazir and the Nazirut of all is upon me. So, how are we learning this case over here? Which we're dealing with a case over here where, let's say, uh, you have a case. Uh, the bright is talking about a case where you have a tenth person. That this is the de- declarations made by the nine people of the Mishnah's case. Okay, you have a tenth guy that sees uh, the nine cases. You have nine people. Learn like we learned the Mishnah. Nine guys. Each guy made a declaration with the coin. Right? So we, we understand how to get to nine people. No problem. Now the tenth guy comes along and says, I am going to be a Nazir, and the Nazirut of all of these nine people is going to be on me, which I'm accepting upon myself uh, nine Nazirut. So that's a case that you could have one guy that has nine Nazirut on him, which means keep the case like Al Mishnah and just add a tenth guy. Make it easy. You have nine guys. There's nine guys, each guy is a Nazir on his own. They have a tenth guy. The Nazir says, I'm a Nazir and I'm accepting upon myself the Nazirut of everybody else that was before me. Good. So he has the Nazirut of everybody else, which means he has nine Nazirut on him. So that would be a case of one guy having nine Nazirut on him. Because all the Nazirut of the nine people is on the tenth person. Now, who's that Mishnah going like? Well, let's, let's, let's speak back. Can he be going like Bechamai or Rabbi Shimon? According to Bechamai, it's a Nizirut Betaut. Doesn't matter, Nizirut Betaut is how, therefore he's going to be a Nazir. According to Bechamon, it's a Nazir Mesefik. But, because we don't know which one of the uh, people before him is really a Nazir or not. However, he'll have to treat himself according to Rabbi Shimon. Now, what do you do when you have a Nazir Mesefik according to Rabbi Shimon? You have to make that condition. What's that condition? So he said, the condition is, if I'm a Nazir Choba, then I'll bring my Korbanot. And if I'm not a Nazir Choba, I accept upon myself a Nazirut Daba. And that's the way he gets around the Sefik. So that's a case where you could have one guy being nine Nizirim. And he has nine consecutive Nizirut on him. If, he, if it was a tenth guy that witnessed this situation of the nine people. Hadran, Alach, Bet, Shammai. And now we begin the sixth peric of Masechet Nazir. And we start the new Mishnah. And the Mishnah is Shilosha Minin Asurin Benazir. There are three matters that are forbidden to a Nazir. Which means there are three things that a Nazir is not allowed to do. Hatum'ah, number one, he's not allowed to be metameh. 
And number two, vatiglahat, and he's not allowed to take a haircut. Nor is he allowed to, to have anything that comes from the grapevine, products of the grapevine. How do we know these, this, these three things? We have three pesukim. One pesuk says, That one he cannot metame uh, himself to a corpse. Next pesuk says, That's taking haircuts. And the third pesuk says, He's not allowed to eat grapes, and he's not allowed to eat um, uh, uh, anything from the uh, from the vine. So again, Shiloshaminin Asurim Benazir. There are three things that are forbidden to a Nazir. And then the Mishnah says a rule. Which is any product of the grapevine combined with another that brings you to the shi'ur can make a person hayav. Which means whatever, a person to be hayav, let's say a nazir, to be hayav uh, lashes, malkut, he has to eat a kezayit's worth. Okay, that's the size of the volume of an olive. So the Hadush over here is that if you combine all the different grape product together, it doesn't have to be just grapes, right? You took the grape and the skin and the pit and you put them all together and you got a shoot of a kezayit, so the nazir is going to be hayav. And they learned that from a pasuk, it says, So they learn over there that all of the uh, items of the grapevine is under one prohibition to teach us that what you can mistaref, you can combine to get to the shi'ur. The enokayad, ad shi'ochad min anavim kezayid. But again, the shi'ur is he has to eat from the grape product a kezayid. But Hadush is that you can be mistaref. Comes the Mishnah continues. Mishnah Rishonah Omerit, which means there was an earlier Mishnah that said. Which means, obviously there was a Mishnah that dated back before the time of Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Right? Our Mishnah is considered Mishnah Harona. But we know that our Mishnah was redacted by Rabbeinu HaKadosh. But there was an earlier Mishnah that said, Which means that when it comes to drinking wine, the Shi'ud is a Rivi'it. What does Rivi'it mean? Rivi'it Talog. A log is about uh, 12 ounces. So Rivi'it Talog would be... Uh, three ounces, that's the shi'ud. That was the original shi'ud, which means, and what? And the shi'ud of drinking is a revi'it. Now even though we said uh, above that the shi'ud for eating grapes would be, let's say, a uh, kezayit, the Mishnah is not discussing eating grapes, the Mishnah is discussing drinking wine. So the shi'ur of drinking is going to be the shi'ur of a revi'it, of a log. Which I told you, a log normally has six betzim. Okay, a log is a measurement. A log has six betzim. A quarter of a log would be a betza and a half. Okay, so that's the shi'ur of drinking. Whereas when it comes to eating the food stuff, we said the shi'ur is a kezai, but when it comes to the drinking we're saying the shi'ud is a betzah and a hef. Okay, I just did it v'yit, and Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva comes along and says, Afilu shara pito b'yayin, even if he soaked his bread in the wine, 
ויש בה כדי לצרף כזית חייב. רבי עקיבא עשה בחדוש שוב, אם הוא תקס את ברד, He's coming to tell me that um, it's all all items that the Nazir consumes is going to be a shoot of a kezayit. That's the first thing. And the second hadush is that you count the bread. Now there's the big hadush because even though the bread is hetir, Nazir can eat bread. But we have a rule that says, Heter mistarif le'isur. That when you put the bread and you mix it with the wine, so now the bread combines with the wine, and now it's as if the guy's eating a kezayat of isur. So number one, he's telling me, let's read Abiy Akiva inside. Abiy Akiva omed, afilu shanap pitom yayin. Even if he soaked his bread in the wine, v'yeshbak, 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 Number one, because the shoot is a v'yeshbak, even by the wine, and the second one, which is over here, that you misterif the bread to the isur. V'yeshbak, ala yayin, b'fnei atzmo, v'ala anavim, b'fnei atzman, v'ala harsanim, b'fnei atzman, so the Mishnah tells him that the Nazir is Hayav on the wine, if he drinks wine by itself, or by grapes by itself, or for Hadsanim, we'll see what Hadsanim are, if he eats them by themselves, or Zagin, if he eats them by themselves, which means any of these items that a person eats, so he's going to be Hayav Malkut, if he drank wine alone. Anavim, grapes alone, Hatsunim or Zagim. Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azariyah, Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azariyah says no. En Hayav Adshi Yochel, Shnei Hatsanim Vezag. When it comes to Hatsanim and Zag, person is not Hayav until he eats two Hatsanim and a Zag. Okay, well again, we have to see what Hatsanim are and Zag are. We'll wait to see what that is in a moment. But the point is, he has a Dirashah, because the Pasuk says in the Torah, Mehatsanim Ve'ad Zag. By a Nazir, it says, if he ate from Hatsanim Adzag, so Hatsanim is plural and Zag is one. So he says, to be a Hayab, you have to have two Hatsanim and one Zag. Now the Gibra says, Mishnah says, Eluin Hatsanim Veluin Zagin. What are Hatsanim and what are Zagim? Hatsanim Elu Hatsanim. The Hatsanim are the outer parts of the grape, which we call skins. So Hatsanim are skins, and Zagim Elu Pinimim. And Zagim are actually the inner parts, which we'll call it the, the pits. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda argues, you don't make a mistake with Hatsarim and Zagim, I'll give you a mashal. I'll tell you, Imagine the grape is like a zug of a behemah. Zug shel behemah is like the bell that they hang around the neck of a animal. Now, on the bell, there's two parts of the bell. There's the outer part of the bell, and then there's the clapper. There's the inside of the bell. Ha-chitzon zug. The outer part of the bell is called a zug. 
the clapper, the inner part is called an enbal. So he says, you now you're going to remember what a zug is. A zug is the outer part of a bell. And zug is zagim, same type of word, is the outer part of the grape. Because he learned zag is the skin. And harzanim then would be the pit. So it comes out, we have a mahluk between the biyoseh. And Rabbi Yehuda, what Hatsarim and Zag are. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Zag is actually the inside, the pits. Where according to Rabbi Yehuda, he says, no, you remember the word Zagim like the Zag, like a bell. Which part of the bell is called the Zag? The outside. Also, just like the outside of the bell, Zag, Zagim is also the outside, which is the skin. So because that we have a mahloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda, the class of Hatsarim and Zag. But going back to what we just said in the Mishnah, we have a mahloket as well. According to the one shita. That if a person eats Hatsanim alone, he's Hayav, Shur Kazayit. Or Zagim alone, whereas Rabbi Azamir says no. When it comes to Hatsanim and Zag, he has to have at least two Hatsanim and one Zag. And we said that's based on a Pasuk. Mara continues. Shelosha Minin Asurin Benazir. Hatumat, a quote from the Mishnah. So we said basically three items are Asur to the Nazir. Tum'ah. Maybe coming tameh, taking haircuts and drinking wine. So the Gemara makes it you kayotzem in a gefen in the Mishnah's language is anything that comes from the grapevine, products of the grapevine. Kayotzem in a gefen in gefen atzmo lo, but the grapevine itself is not included. It's only things that come from the grapevine. But the uh, nazir eats the grapevine itself. What is he going to eat? He'll eat the the shoots or the leaves and things like that. It's not a problem. So the Gemara says, "Matnitin the lo kerbili aizer." Our Mishnah cannot be or be alazar. The Tanya, because we have a brighter, Rabbi alazar omer afilu alin velu lavin v'mashma that even the alin, the leaves, and the lulavin, the lulavin would be the shoots of the vine itself are going to be asur. Okay, so now we have to have a azar. Very important chita, that is mahmeed not only by wine, grapes, things like that, but even by the uh, vine itself, uh, the, the non-main edible part of it is going to be hayav as well. So that's the chita uh, of azar, not like our Mishnah. Ika de amri, some have a different version of this. Ika de amri la asefa. They have this statement going on the end of our Mishnah. Remember we had a statement in the Mishnah. That the guy is not Hayab, the Nazir, unless he eats a Kezayit of Anavim, a Kezayit of grapes. So the Gemara makes it the yuk. From grapes, yes. But from the vine itself, no. Even the leaves and the shoots. Now, why would the Gemara have to give you an Ika Da'amri? What was the matter with the first version? So the Rosh speaks out because in the first version, what did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, Hayyotsim in a Gefen. Hayyotsim in a Gefen can sound like also anything that comes out of the vine, which can also maybe include. Leaves and shoots. So therefore, from that statement, could be the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Azad. That's why the Mishnah, the Gemara wrote a second version where it said Anavim. Anavim is Dafka grapes. Much for the edible part, yeah. But the part's like, no, nah, like the shoots and the leaves, no. So therefore, there's a better diuk to say that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Azad from the Sefa of the Mishnah. Now it comes again when I want to know what's the source to the Mahlok. It comes out with a fantastic Mahlok in between the rabbis and the Bil Azad. If the Nazir eats, 
the shoots or the leaves of the vine. Now, what's the mahlukit based on? Bimai kamipalge. Rabbi el azar darish rabbuye umihut. Rabbanan darshe khlale uprate. Now, we know that there's different ways to be Doresh our Torah. That's a starting point. Um, one way is called a Klal Prat Klal. Let's just review this outside so we remember the rules how to Doresh the Torah. If you read, Halachal Mashem Sinai gave uh, the rabbis different uh, methods in order to draw out Halachot from the Torah. Uh, for example, we say every morning in the Tefillah Bishmael, Omer There's 13 different principles that are used in order to draw out Alakot Torah. One of those principles are called is a Klal Prat Klal. Klal is where the Torah gives a generality, which we'll see examples. Then the Torah gives a specific. Then the Torah gives a generality. So klal Prat Klal. Usually it's in the same pasuk. How do you do this? That what's the mechanics of a cloud plot cloud? Basically, it says that not only does the law include the plot, the specifics that the Torah said, but it also includes things that are similar to the specific. That's what the clouds on the side add. They add not only specifics, but even things that are similar to the specific. Okay, so it's an inclusive uh, terminology. There's another. Uh, way to learn Torah, that's called a mi'ut uh, ribui. What is a mi'ut ribui? Mi'ut ribui is if you have, let's say, a specific, or the opposite. You have a ribui, mi'ut, you have a generality, right? And then you have a mi'ut, then you have a specific. And that's the way they call it. They don't call it a klal prat, they call it a ribui, and a mi'ut. Now how does that, uh, how does that work? The ribui mi'ut also comes along and includes everything, which is it's very inclusive. Ribui miut. We'll see in the Gemara now. Now the Gemara begins. Bimai kame palge. Where's the Bachlofti Nachanim Rabbi Azar? Rabbi Azar that he should ribuye umiute. He learns the pesukim by Nazir in the ribui miut style. Rabbanan darshet klale ufrate. Where the rabbis learn the pesukim by Nazir in the klal prat style. Let's start. Okay, I got the pasuk now. It says from yayin, that's from wine, and shekhar. What are we going to call shekhar? Shekhar they're calling aged wine. Okay, yazir, he has to abstain. That's a specific. Correct? Yayin is a specific. Shekhar is a specific. So we call that a mi'ut. From anything that's made from the vine, right? From anything that's made from the grapevine, hayayim riba. That's already a inclusion. Because from anything, so we have a miut and a ribui. How does a miut and a ribui work? Miut riba. Riba It's coming to include everything. When you have a miut first, followed by a ribui. It comes to include all cases, not only the cases that are said in the Pasuk. My riba, what did it include? Riba kol mile. It came to include everything, which means grapes, we know already, shoots, uh, leaves, alim, nulavim, all these items are included. Oh, my mi'et. 
But what did it exclude? Which means you can't deny that there's a mi'ut in the pasuk over here. The pasuk starts off with the specific. So you got to deal with the specific. So what does the specific exclude? Mi'ut shabishta. It comes to include shabishta. That's the woody branches of the vine. So that's going to be the azar again. The azar works with a mi'ut ribui. Understand? Starts off with an exclusion, and then it goes with an inclusion. And when you have a mi'utan ribui, it comes to include everything. Even more things than what the pasuk is coming to include. Even things that are not similar to the mi'ut. The branch, the, 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 le- the, the leaves and the shoots are not similar to the, to the mi'ut. Uh, so what is the mi'ut coming to exclude? Shabishta, the woody branches. Good, so it's a, the way that Bir Azaz is learning, it's a much more inclusive derasha. The Rabbanam and the Rabbis, they're learning klale ufrate. They learn the pasuk in a klal prat klal. How? Miyain v'shekar yazir prat. Okay, the beginning pasuk starts off with yain and shekhar. That's a prat. That's a specific. Mikol asheri yasem gifna yain klal. Small that comes from the grapevine. That's a klal. Meharsanim v'adzag. So the end the pasuk says harsanim. What we say Hartzanim is? Hartzanim we said is the uh, the seeds of the grapes and Zag, Zag is the skins. Right? Chazar uparat. So that's another prat. Prat uklal ufrat. So this is a classic case quote to the rabbis of a prat, a klal, and a prat. E atadan ela a perat. So what's the rule on the prat, klal, prat? You doresh things that are similar to the prat. What are things that are similar to the prat? So we have to find out what the, what's, what's the qualities of the prat first. Ma prat. Just like the specifics. Miforash piri. It's referring to a type of fruit. For example, the grapes. That's a fruit. Upsolet piri. And it's also including things that are considered psolet piri, which means the... Um, the refuse of a peri, we'll see what that means. Af kol peri, soto is coming to include all peri, upsole peri, and the waste of the peri. Uh, so the Gemara says, Ima prat beforash pri gamur. No, who told you to learn that the prat is coming to talk about psole peri? Maybe the, the prat is coming to talk about a specific peri, which means maybe it has to be an actual peri. Meforash pri gamur. Af kol pri gamur. Maybe it's only to coming to include only actual perigamur. So what are you talking about? Amart imken shelo abaro. If it's coming to include regular fruit, the prat, you, you told me all the fruit already, all the edible. Because the pasuk said, Anavim What are you coming to include? Grapes? Grapes you told me already. Grapes are written in the pasuk, whether they're moist grapes or dry grapes. Yain vehomets, what are you coming to include me? The uh, wine or vinegar? Haketivi, that's written as well. Ha'en alecha ladun kelashon acharon. So you cannot learn like this last uh, version, which we just said. Ela kelashon acharon. Like the like the first version. Which means, once you're telling me that the prat klal prat comes and tells me that I can include things like the prat, now I have to define what's the prat. What's the characteristics of the prat? So the Gemara tell me the characteristics of the prat are they're considered a peri, it's a fruit like yayin, gefen, and it's coming to include also psolet peri. I don't know what psolet peri is yet. We'll wait for the Gemara to tell me what psolet peri is. But the point is that's the way the Gemara is defining the prat. 
So the Gebra says, who told you to learn like that? Maybe the Prat is coming to tell me it's got to be a penny. So the Gebra says, why? And what is it coming to include? All the types of edibles we already told me in the Pasu. You told me Yayin. You told me Anavim. You told me Homits. So therefore you cannot learn the Prat that it's coming to include just fruits. Allah must be coming to include other items. Because fruits are all written explicitly in the Pasuk. So what is it coming to exclude? Peri and Psolet Peri. Now the Gemara is just going to explain to us the mechanics of a Prat Klal. Prat. If already you tell me we're coming to include more things, what do you need the last cloud for? Why, why wouldn't it be enough just to have a prat and a klal? What's the explanation? We have a prat, klal, and a prat. What do you need the last prat for? Just if you're including everything, just keep it the pasuk as a prat and a klal. No to teach you. Which means when you have just a prat and a klal, you cannot draw it to add things that are similar to the prat. All you have is when you have a klal and a prat, sorry, and a, when you have a, a prat and a klal, there it's not inclusive. There it just comes and, and tells you uh, that what? Na'asa klal musaf ala prat. All it's coming to include more items to the prat, but it's not coming to include similar items, which means there's a prat klal. What does the, the prat uh, klal come and do? When you have a prat and a klal, which means if you didn't have the last part of the pasuk khalsanim adzag, you would just have. Uh, uh, you'd have Yain, uh, the beginning of the Pasuk What is the beginning of the Pasuk? I'll give it to you Yain v'shechar yazir And then mikol asher ya'aseh megefen ayayin That would be a prat and then a klal So what would that teach me? So I would say Ela na'asa klal mosaf ala prat Which means it would be a, a complete inclusion It would include everything So therefore Achi yifrot lecha katuv it only comes to limit things that are similar to the Prat until you have a second Prat at the end of the Pasuk similar to the way it did it by Nazir it's a famous statement in Shas so it comes out like this just get the rules well the Gemara is going to make it more confusing in its language but it's just the same rule that we're repeating over and over again you have a Prat and a Klal and a Prat and how does that work? It's coming to include not only these specifics, it's coming to include items that are similar to the specifics. What part of the Pasuk includes the Klal? Okay? But only because it's surrounded by two Prats. Think about the same way. Let's say we're just a Prat and a Klal. Now, if it was a Prat and a Klal, it would come to include everything. By the fact that it's followed by another Prat, it limits only things that are similar to the Prat. That's the Gemara thing, and it says, and that's why it's teaching that this becomes the paradigm example of a Prat Klal Prat. It says, you don't add things that are similar until the Torah puts another Prat, like the way it said it by Nazir, where it started with a Prat, and then a Klal, and then a Prat. So that's the Mahlokit between the Rabbis and Rabbi Al Azar, and the whole subject over here is do we include Alim and Ludavim, leaves and shoots. That's the Mahlokar of it. Rabbi Azaz, you do. 
Why do you do? Because he learns the pasuk in the style of a mi'ut and a ribui. It's a different style. You don't see that too often in shas, but it's called a mi'ut and a ribui, which means you have a specific and then a generality it includes everything. Oh, but there's a mi'ut there. It's got to, it's got to exclude something. Yes, yeah, excluding uh, the wood. If I eat the woody part of the branch, uh, you're right. It'll be patur and asik. Okay, good. And the rabbis. They say, no, no leaves, no no shoots, no nothing like that. Because yeah, only coming to include things that are similar to the prat. What's the prat? A fruit and the psolet of the fruit. So too is coming to include things that are a fruit and also psolet. And we don't know what that means yet. But one thing we're certain, it is not. It is not leaves and it is not shoots. Because the rabbi is older than Nazir eats that, he's not going to be hayat. Now what is Peri and Psolet Peri, but wait for the Gemara that tells that. Now the Gemara goes back to the statement. Amar Mor. First white line, Amar Mor. Ma prat meforash Peri upsolet Peri, right? The Prat is what? It's a Peri and it's Psolet Peri. Psolet Peri is like the refuse of a Peri, the waste of a Peri. I've called Peri, so it was coming to include. All peri, upsolet peri. So the Gemara explains that what is a peri and be? Okay, that's grapes. Psolet peri, mahi chomets. They're calling that vinegar. Psolet peri is coming to be regular vinegar. That's like the uh, the psolet. It's like a wine that went uh, sour. Vinegar. Af kol peri. Oh, so it's coming to include all peri. Mahi. What's this called peri that's coming to include? Goharki. What is goharki? So the Gemara explains that the Goharki is, I will explain that word, immature grapes. Okay, grapes that did not yet uh, fully grown. If Nazir eats, it's going to be Hayav. Af kol the Mayhi Goharki. Af kol the Psolet Peri Mayhi. What is Psolet Peri coming to include? Amarav Kanal de Etuye Enbe Dechrin. It's coming to include wormy grapes. Okay, so those are the items coming to include peri. The, again, the, the prat is what? A peri and a solid peri. It's grapes and vinegar. So to anything that's like grapes and vinegar. What's similar? Immature grapes and wormy grapes. That would be a psolet of a peri. Good, but it's not coming to include shoots and leaves. Now the Braita finishes off and says, Ve'adzag. Right, with the last part of the pasuk says hadzani ma'adzag, right? Pits until skins of the uh, of the grape. Amar Avina leituye de ben abenayim to come include what's in between the seeds and the skin, which we would call the pulp of the grape itself. Okay, so that's what the last part of the pasuk comes to teaches us mehadzani ma'adzag, which really means literally. From the harzan, from the seed up until the skin. What's in between? Pulp. So a person that does eat that as well, he's going to be hayaf. Good. Amar mor. Again, whenever we have an amar mor, we're going back to a statement that we had already. Again, all you got to remember. Prat, klal, prat. That's the way the rabbis are learning. Okay? And now we understand the mechanics how prat, klal, prat works. It comes to include... Items that are similar to the prat. Okay? So it's an inclusive item. So the Gebra goes back to Doresh. Amar Mor. Ima prat. Meforash. Prigamur. Afkol prigamur. Right? The Gebra had a question. 
The Gemara who told you before you include, you have to tell me what the qualities of the prat are. So we said what the qualities of the prat are. They're fruit or the psolat of the fruit. How do we explain that? Either grapes or vinegar. The Gemara who told you that. Maybe when it's said in the prat, maybe it means it's got to be an actual fruit. Who told you that, that, that you, you can come include more items that are similar to the prat? Maybe the prat is dafka prigamur. So the Gemara said, Amar imken ma'iniyah hakatu b'mashma'os shelo amaro. The pasuk told me all, all regular fruits already. Why? Anavim nachim v'bishi maketivi. You told me already grapes, dry and uh, moist and uh, dry. Yain v'chometz aketivi. You told me all, all, all regular edibles already. Ha'en alecha ladun kelashon. You cannot learn like this last language. It's like lashon yishon to teach me what? To teach me that the, the plot is referring to uh, food and the psodot of a food. Good. Umehaj is referring a little bit called davar. Once when he tell me you're including all items that are similar to the plot. Matabu dumar b'chatzim b'chatzag. So what do you need the pasuk of chatzim b'chatzag? No malecha tetami kol nakom shatam otsay plot uchlal. Any time you find a plot and a klal. You don't learn it comes to include everything. Until the pasuk comes along and puts a prat. Just like the way it was put it by Nazik. That's a quote that we had already. Which means if you just had a prat and a klal, that's an inclusive statement. That's why the Gemara said, What do you need the last prat? To teach you that until you have a last prat, like by Nazir, it's not going to be working in a prat klal prat uh, system. So you need to have it that way. So you can't just do this way any way you want. If it was a prat, prat klal, it's got different rules. It's got rules, so it's more inclusive. So therefore, the Gemara says, "What did you need the last prat for? Uh, to teach you that until it's like this paradigm, this example that we're giving you by Nazir, it's not do in a prat klal prat way." Good. So now. Uh, so so that, that, that's what comes out according to the Maskarat Gemara. The Maskarat Gemara comes out that the B Al Azad does not hold of this Prat Klal. Uh, uh, he holds of a Mi'ut and a Ribui. Masha'enken, the B Al Azad, Rabbanan hold of a Prat Klal Prat. And what's the Nafkamina between the uh, ways of learning? Do you come and include leaves and shoots? The B Al Azad says you do. Hakamim say you don't.